Hi, welcome back to Spider's Web. Today I'm getting to do another interview. I love the shows where I get to interview someone. And it's it's with one of my favorite people in the world, and she is a beloved Chicago-based jazz singer. We've known each other for years. And I'm talking about the fabulous Arlene Bardell. Hi, Arlene. Hello, Spider. I'm so glad you're here and we're interviewing and talking and drinking. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and we're going to be eating soon, too. Yay. Uh, so Arlene is just going to talk a little bit about her career and her life and all the, she's got some crazy surprises up her sleeve that most people don't know about her because she doesn't tell anybody. But she's going to tell all of you because <laughs> it's, it's a secret. It's such an intimate secret. Uh, so don't only tell 20 of your closest <laughs> friends. Um, but uh, Arlene, now we'll just start out. Like, where were you born? You were born I in was Illinois. Born right? in Chicago. Oh, right in Chicago. I was born okay. at Lying in Hospital. In the University of Chicago. Oh, really? Hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you grew up where? I grew up in, in Worth, Illinois. Worth, Illinois. That's right. You told me this before. Southwest of course, Southern. I couldn't remember. Yes. I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and when you, when did you get the bug to sing? You were a wee tot. I was three. Oh, my. She's like Baby Jane. <laughs> <laughs> From Gypsy. <laughs> No, no, Baby mother, Jane was in the Betty Davis movie. <laughs> well, that one too. I was thinking of the the other. Oh chick. yeah, the other baby, Baby yeah. June, Baby June, Baby June, Baby yeah. Jane. Yeah. Something. All right. Yeah. So my mother told me that the first song I ever sang, I was three, was Ebb Tide. <laughs> oh my! How sophisticated! <laughs> my goodness. Yes. What taste you had as what a three-year-old? What taste? Were, were you wearing a, like earrings with your baby outfit? <laughs> Long like, gown. <laughs> and the stilettos that I'm known for now. Oh yes, you got it. Girls got to start early, you know. <laughs> right. But um, so so you you were singing like for your family, and then yes, yeah. Did they put you in a variety show or something? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they didn't. She she didn't let me go on to any. Oh, yeah, it sounds like my family, yeah. Yes, I would, what I would do is, when I was like 10, I would put on shows in my parents' garage, and I'd just, I'd charge the kids a nickel, because... Hey, you gotta make the money, money. you you need to get that door cover, you know? Yeah, right, that was (laughs) was the cover, it's not much, it's not much more than today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got a couple cents more, we get seven cents. A little more. Yeah. But I just stand up there for like a half hour and, and sing. And then the kids in the neighborhood I'd go around the neighborhood and say, I'm putting on a show and they'd That's come and hilarious. pay their nickel and sit there until I was done. That is really funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So then who well who did you like to listen to as a as a kid? I loved Judy Garland. Oh yeah, don't I yes. loved Frank Sinatra. Uh-huh. I loved Nat King Cole. Girl, this was when you were three, right? This you were is selecting when I was a child. <laughs> and I would watch all the old musicals on TV. Yeah, me and too. And as soon as they would start to sing, I'd record it. And then I'd go in my bedroom and learn the songs. 
Oh, that's really a cool system. Yeah, little did I know I was building my repertoire for later. That's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, an interesting beginning. And uh, I don't want to jump to the punchline, but <laughs> what I am going to say is, you know, we're, we're going to be chatting with Arlene, and she's going to tell us some secrets and surprises as this unfolds. But uh, Arlene recorded a, a CD that came out a couple of years ago, and it's called Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow? Yes. Am I correct? Yes, so correct. we're going to hear a little bit of Arlene Bardell. Here we go. I just found out about love and I like it. I like it. I like what love has been doing to me. I hold you close in my arms and I like it. Like it. Oh, what a wonderful future I see. It's a one-time only, it's a lifetime deal I know it's real, I can tell by the way that I feel Right now I'm living it up and I like it, I like it Hey you, give me a clue, what's love doing to you? Looks like you could be liking it too That was fun. It's always good to hear that. Uh, as I, as you said um, earlier, you know, you you had an interesting childhood. But I'm going to ask you a question that I kind of know the answer to, and that's why I'm asking you this. I know that you growing up, you had some unusual background, and especially what your family business was. Do tell a little bit about <laughs> that. Okay, my grandparents. Owned and operated a carnival. Arlene Bardell is carny folk. You're hearing it for the first time publicly. I love this. I think this is so fascinating. The images that I'm having. But but you were out. Yes, but I wasn't in, in the freak show. No, it wasn't a freak show. That no, was the carnival were like where there were like regular, there yeah. were like games and there was a, they, were there were well, there amusements that got put together every year. At, they only they only worked in the summer from like well, that's what all May the carnival to, people right, did. May yeah. to September, and it was uh, tilt whirl, Ferris wheel, merry go round, and a kitty ride. It is like this and stuff. The popcorn that... trailer that I worked in with my grandmother and made the cotton candy and snow cones and popcorn, or a couple spots. My mother had the dart game. And I would work with her if she. But worked. you weren't the target. Right? I was not <laughs> the target. That is why it's like out of a movie. Yes. I mean that is so cool. Yeah. Did the whole family work there every summer? Uh no. Um, my grandparents did. Well, my grandfather it was their would business. Just, yeah, it was their business, and my mother would just do the couple things. But I would work. Every weekend, all summer long, from the time I started when I was 11. Where are those child wow. labor laws? It's like, we started working for my dad at 13. We were 13. Yeah, I was 11. Yeah, went to work. Uh, oh, that is wild. And I did it till I was 16. My grandmother passed away then, and my grandfather sold everything. But wow. by that time, I certainly didn't want to spend my weekends working at the carnival. You had better things to do. I had better things. But that is just wild. I mean, you you had told me some stuff about like the they were they were concerned about the morality of it that you weren't getting to that that the the customers were not allowed to be flirting with little Arlene. Not let the boys come near me. 
They Stay away guarded from me like a hawk. <laughs> that is too wild. My God, we're, we're, what was it? Did they travel to different places or were no, they parked in no, one spot? It was, no, it was, they went all around the Chicagoland area. Like all the, the Catholic churches. Oh, it yeah. What they, where because they, they had be. property that was large yeah, enough to right. support the parking carnival. lots. Yeah. That is, well, it must have been exciting as a kid to do it that. It was a lot of fun, especially I would, well, I adored my grandmother and my mother. I, I loved that. I loved, I thought it was so cool to be up late at night. And, and we've never broken that eat. habit. No, we've <laughs> broken. And we'd eat after we were done. So it'd be like 11.30 at night and we'd go to a restaurant and I'd think, ah, this How is so <laughs> that is That is so cool. I mean, what a wonderful thing for a young kid. I mean, And I got paid. And you, you were saving money. I was. I bought my first pair of contact lenses with the carnival money. Me, Al. She was a smart girl. <laughs> Work in that cotton candy stand. <laughs> right. No, that's really amazing. Were, were there like, um, were there any like really weird people that worked for you? Oh, yeah. The people that, that like put the, the put the, the people that did together. the rides. The people that ran the rides. Well, one uncle would sometimes work there, but yeah. my grandfather was brutal <laughs> to him, so he didn't do it very often, but his regular people, he had regular people that worked for him every year. And uh, he wouldn't really want to meet up with them. <laughs> well, they're always like, you know, that's the funny thing about carnivals. I, I had a childhood girlfriend that used to say, yeah, carnivals, our parents used to let us go to them. Meanwhile, the, the gigantic uh, amusement rides have been put together by three drunks and a screwdriver. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you would think it's I mean, out of an old movie. And no one, no one ever, the in all the years that they had it, no one ever was hurt. Uh, those rides oh. were maintained. No, and you know what? Really For the well. most part, they they weren't. It wasn't an everyday occurrence. But no. there would always be like some horrible disaster. Yeah. Where it turned out that they they only put half the screws right. into the thing. And yeah. Like, no, my grandfather was. He was on top of things. And he was he, strict. He was very strict, and he made sure that all those rides were well-maintained. What Did the carnival have a title? What was it named? It was Johnny Flanagan Amusement Company. Oh, see, the name alone sounds like, you know. <laughs> now, I'm cool. trying not to think of American Horror Story and Jessica Lange you know, in, that, <laughs> yeah. in the freak show, right. But, right. But, but that it is such an, it is such an old-timey, Art form, yes. I mean, it goes back to, like, you're thinking of, you know, of Barnum and Bailey in, in the, you know, the early part of the 20th century. Right. You're thinking about what that was like, and it was so exciting because to rural people, that was the only entertainment oh, they ever saw. in my, we did Worth Days every year, and Ridge Days, it was Chicago Ridge, and that was always over July 4th, and that was the next the next suburb right next to us. The whole, and whole routine. So everybody that I went to school with knew that it was my grandparents' carnival. You know? Oh, wow. And plus, when they'd come to the carnival and I'm saying, 6, 8, 10, 12, that's a loser. They knew. That's a loser. There she is. Tell me people, sh- they're losers. You, you're a loser. Uh, that is too funny. And who knew? And I, 
Uh, see, I'm glad I dragged this out of you. Now a few people know. <laughs> right. But keep it to yourselves. Yeah. Now we're going to have another little musical break. This one will be a surprise. Got the change of a nickel Ain't got no bounce in my shoes Ain't got no fancy to tickle I ain't got nothing but the blues Ain't got no coffee that's perking Ain't got no winnings to lose Ain't got a dream that is working here with Arlene and oh that was a mouthful of secrets now we're gonna now we're gonna go into modern times we, we've we've left the early 20th century and now we're going into uh Arlene's Arlene's current career uh as as a Chicago-based jazz artist um you had your early beginnings in an iconic room in Chicago in the Drake Hotel now, many of you, you've probably seen um, seen the movie My Best Friend's Wedding, not to mention many other movies. The Drake Hotel is featured in that. It's, it's a legendary, beautiful hotel. And Arlene, how many years did you play at the Drake? Six years, five oh, wow. nights a week. Yay! And that, yeah. those are long nights there. Four hours a night and just a duo, which Yikes. really is long. So just you and a pianist. Right. And then, and then tell me about some of the... You must have seen some famous characters and really famous drunken people in that room. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Uh, You know, last night on the Tonys, Cheetah Rivera got the Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, yeah. And she was the first star that I met at the Drake. How cool is it? Because I met her in my early days in New York. I met Cheetah Rivera. She was so nice. She's the coolest lady in the world. She was so nice. And I said, can you please take a picture with me? And she said, of course. And she stood up. She said, you're shorter than me. (laughs) (laughs) And you had your big spike heels on, probably. Yes, I did. Oh, oh, that is so cute. Jane Powell. She she came in. And that was super exciting because I saw every musical she ever did. How groovy is that? And she was lovely. Just lovely. There weren't any... All of the celebrities that came in were very nice. You didn't get any sourpusses or or grumpy people. No, I got one, but he'll remain nameless. Oh, baby. Like, Gene Hackman came in. And uh, uh, Ed Harris and Amy Madigan. And they were 
super, super nice and Oh, and they're adorable. That they are adorable. And because so many people were staying at the Drake. Yes. And it's right in the heart of, yeah. of Michigan Avenue and, you know, the Magnificent Mile. And yeah. That is so cool. I got to play there while a lot of celebrities were still coming in there. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it was the place to stay. Yeah. Either that or the Palmer House was the other big one. Yeah, yeah. But, right. But um, but uh, when you recorded the CD, which has a lot of great talent on it, you've got a lot of uh, remarkable players yes. on that project, and, and yes. you you put your heart and soul into it as as we all do, you know, when we record something because it's going to be forever. Right. Better be okay. Right. <laughs> and and um, you so you. You produced the album, and, and you had um, these wonderful live performances. Uh, Arlene's played at some of the, the great rooms in Chicago, including the Green Mill and the Jazz Showcase. Yep. And, um, I, I mean, like, what recently has been going on? I've been doing a lot at the London House. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm right. playing there a lot. Right, mm-hmm. the legendary London House, which just started to have music again a couple yes. of years ago. But it was yeah. really, you know... Really hot stuff in the in the nineteen fifties and sixties. Uh, it was a, a really yeah. It's a whole different hotel now, but yes. But it's still in that building, that beautiful building that is yes. is on Michigan Avenue. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's very cool, and we just keep a working and we keep do. it doing it and playing with those great players. So we're gonna listen to a little more Arlene Bardell, and also make a note as usual. We're going to be eating and drinking as soon as this is over. And I'll make sure I share the recipe with you. Just go to spiderjazz.com and check that out. But let's listen to more Arlene, and then I'll be back to say goodbye. Say goodnight, Arlene. Good night, and thank you so much, Spider. Meow, baby. I'll take romance while my heart is young and eager to fly. I'll give my heart a try. us at spider's web uh please if you enjoyed today's episode or any of the episodes let your friends know about it check us out we have new episodes every two weeks and also visit my website spiderjazz.com you'll see accompanying recipes that go with the podcast as well as all sorts of other things like upcoming performances news about me what's happening and You can even consider taking vocal classes with me. Yes, that is possible. So check it out, and I hope to see you soon back here on Spider's Web.